Kenya, how are you today? I'm doing well, Joshua. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. I'm really pumped to have you on the show. Uh, I found you on Instagram, you know, like, like I found all these other people that I'm interviewing and it's, it's pretty freaking awesome to find um, motivating and inspirational other single parents. I never, I never thought I'd be using Instagram to, to, to be doing this. I wasn't using Instagram, like, you know, like even at, like six months ago and now I'm on it all the time. So please tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from and um, who you are is like, what are you doing? I'm sure who you are and what you're doing, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, you know, go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, my name is Kenya, Kenya Moses, and I uh, live in California, uh, by the way, uh, Georgia, United States, by the way of Brazil, <laughs> the country. Um, and Brazil. yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. and I am a wealth and well-being strategist and I work mostly with single mom entrepreneurs, but women, pretty much anyone who is looking to really grow their wealth and whether that's in their business or they're in their careers, but also integrating the emotional well-being component because it's such a big, it's just, it's, a, it's so huge. I think that there's we want so much to be in a certain place in our life, but our mindset is usually what's hindering us from achieving it. So I help my clients do that. I have two wonderful boys, age nine and 10, and they are just my everything. They're why I do what I do and keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> and I can't imagine the work that I do without them. So they're definitely the reason why I'm, you know, I'm working with single mothers and just really trying to help cultivate this, this community of inspiration and motivation and knowing that we can achieve absolutely anything we put our minds to. Mm, I love hearing that. I love hearing that. The more people I hear say that, the more of a reality it becomes in my life. And I think that's, that's incredible. I mean, my own uh, wanted to, you know, also bring something positive to to you know the single parents community and um and and like like you my inspiration you know really really draws from my children and I'm just uh I totally totally hear that it's it's incredible how you know you can take a situation that might seemingly be negative by some people or it can be not just negative but it's a time in you know in people's lives when when you're just you you will feel low, you know, on, on some level and, and then to, to really take that and turn it into something, um, great is, I mean, that's, that's, that's really, really awesome. Um, you said that your, uh, uh, health and wellness strategist, um, do you want to, and, and you want to tell us a little bit about that? Like where, like, where do you start working with single parents? You know, at what points in there? Uh, you know, in their uh, growth stages. Um, yeah. Whatever. So the official title is a wealth and well-being strategist. So they put the health kind of in the well-being mm -hmm. in the, that title. So mm -hmm. essentially, when I when I work with clients, they come to me because they're typically you know having issues financially, and they're wanting to start a business. They're wanting to grow just their entire lifestyle, their entire being in the world, but they're feeling not supported, you know, not feeling like, okay, I don't have two incomes and I live in the Bay area and near San Francisco and it's one of the most expensive places in the world to live. <laughs> and to be a single parent, 
it is extremely difficult. And so for you to constantly feeling like you're struggling and struggling and just barely making your ends meet, you know, it's hard to to fathom like, oh, there is a way out. There is a way for me to increase my income. There is a way for me to save money, to send my children, you know, to private school or to travel, do all the things that we want to do. But it's hard when you're in it, you know, you're just feeling super overwhelmed and stressed about it. So my job is to one, teach, you know, foundationally, like this is where you are. And this is your next step, like incremental goals. So like right now you may be, say you're in debt, you know, so you have $10,000 in debt and you're just like, I just don't know what to do with my life, but I really want to do something wonderful and, and travel and just live this glorious life. But I feel really like I'm in this box, you know, so how do I move from point A to B so that eventually I get to Z, which is my big goal. And so we strategize together and we start mentally. We start with the emotion part first because we have so much wrapped around money and how people perceive us and how society will perceive us. You know, there's, we've, I think we've all heard it about single moms, single parents, you know, there's always some, something, you know, I have tons of people come up to me all the time and are like, oh, you know, they feel sorry for me because I'm a single mom. And I'm like, no, I, you know, I left a bad marriage and I'm very happy and I'm successful. And so being able to sort of transform the way society sees single parenting, um, you know, it starts with us. It really does start with the parents themselves and transforming how we feel about ourselves and what's actually possible because anything is possible. So coming back around, I'm like, did I actually answer the question? <laughs> is, is we basically, we start from the beginning, then we put together a strategy to see where it is <laughs> we want to go. <laughs> well, I mean, you did answer the question. You just... <laughs> I know, I'm like, I talk mm -hmm. a lot. <laughs> like, did I mm -hmm. answer that question? But you know, so the strategizing, mm -hmm. it's really about- That's it. Yeah, strategy, <laughs> creating those incremental. We should be. That's why we're here. We're supposed to be talking a lot. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, Kenya, you're, you're you know going around circles, but um, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's, for me, that's, it's that's, very that's where it's at. That's where it's at. <laughs> so yeah, so I think no, that, don't worry. You can say the same thing a bunch of times, and no problem here. We're, <laughs> this is this is for this. So this is yeah. So that's pretty much how I kind of instilled this it's, it's a lot of a lot of go ahead there's a little bit of a delay i think oh it's, don't worry i think i think we're having just there's a lag yeah yeah okay so we'll we'll, we'll try to we'll work with it um yeah like that is probably one of the most i think incredible things that 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 you know that you can do at least from my, you know, my perspective, just to, just to, you know, like when I say I'm divorced, sometimes people are like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, um, and, and I feel this, you know, this weight as if like this person, you know, puts on you, you know, as a result of what the way that they're, you know, perceiving what it means um, to be divorced um, or, you know, to, to go through it. And, and the reality is, is that there are a lot of people that have a really hard time because it is, you know, in order to get to somewhere good, we do have to go through experiences that aren't, you know, necessarily that don't feel so good. Um, and, 
you know, that's, that's a, first of all, that's a lot of what I'm learning, you know, throughout my experience of this. And um, I think something really, that really stands out over here because, you know, the, the feeling, you know, being in a situation that's tough and, and finding your way out of it and, or, or, you know, using that in order to better ourselves is something that every, you know, that applies to every single person um, on some level. But now you're dealing with moms who, you know, for all our listeners here, I'm sure, you know, you guys have minimal time when you're taking care of your kids. I mean, I, I, my, my daughters are with me about half the time and, and I'm sure there's many moms out there that your, your kids are with you all the time. And thankfully we have an incredible person right here to give us a little bit of information of, of how, you know, I guess how it's done. I mean, I, I mean, it boggles my mind, you know, when do you find time to, to start creating more money? Like, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. It's doable. It is definitely possible. And, and like I said before, like the first step is just trusting that you can do it, but then also being really kind with yourself because I'm an overachiever. I'm that person who's like, okay, I have a goal. I want it done now. <laughs> and you can't do it all right in the moment. Yeah, I know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to be patient with yourself and really just sit back and say, okay, so it- <laughs> It's like patience is good and, and dreaming is really important. <laughs> so like give yourself the space to dream and, and then start creating the plan, right? Then you start creating the plan and be realistic. Um, I think that some, some plans can be implemented immediately um, and some take a little bit time. Some take a little bit more time for you to, you know, be very, become clear. And that's also the other thing, like, a lot of us have shiny, uh, what is it called? Shiny object syndrome. When we're constantly just like, we see that one big thing, you're like, oh, my friend is doing this, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they have this in Israel, but the Rodan and Fields or, you know, some sort of MLM or, you know, you see something, you're like, oh, I want to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then, so we start putting our attention in all these different places, but it's not actually our passion. It just seems like, oh, that's something I can do. You know, and I think for me, I'm, I always tell people, you know, find that one thing that only you can do, right? And yes, other people can do it, but like, this is your passion. Like when you think about it, you're like, I love this. I, you know, I really want, you know, people like life coaching is something that's happened, has come up a lot in the last handful of years. But if that is your passion and you really love helping people get through their challenges and um, phobias and things like that, that's something that you can do. But you know it's going to take time. It's not an overnight thing. But if you are able to put your energy towards that and you're very clear about what your goal is going to be, it'll be much easier for you to create the incremental goals. And from there, like my biggest tool, the biggest tool I tell everyone, I said, I live by my calendar, except when, you know, I overbook or I, (laughs) or something else changes. But looking at your calendar, putting everything on your calendar from, you know, my kids, you know, have like a carnival or something, you know, or I know I need to to be somewhere else, you know, other than my work. But I carve out time for like my self-care. I carve out time for brainstorming. I carve out time for, you know, just meditating and, you know, I put it all in there until it becomes just a habit. It just becomes a part of my being and my life. And so when you're working towards, 
you know, a new project, say starting a new business, you have to carve out the time for that. And even if it's 10, 15 minutes a day or every other day, you're going to, that's all you need. And you have to be kind with yourself because I know what's going to happen. You know, in our mind, we're thinking, oh, but it's only 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. It's not going to make a big difference. It really is. That's 10 minutes that you weren't doing yesterday when you weren't thinking about this. You know, you're getting one step closer to where you want to be. So it's really just being calm, being kind to yourself understanding and being clear of where you want to go and then creating some time because we do have time. If we have three hours a day to watch Netflix, you can put 10 to 15 minutes towards, you know, working on a goal that you have. And I think that is a big part of our life is that when we're stressed, mm -hmm. when we're overwhelmed, it's easier to do the passion. working on your dreams. Yeah. Like <laughs> right? <laughs> we, can, we can talk all day and say, oh yeah, I want to do this. Oh, I can't do it. I don't have time. But we do find time for those other things. We do. We really do. <laughs> we find time to, to watch, you know, that Netflix show that, you know, binge watch it or, you know, we find the time we, for that. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. 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 100%. I mean, uh, listen, for myself personally, my, what I'm struggling with is, by the way, I can't believe that I get this session for free. Thank you very much for having a podcast. <laughs> <I get it. laughs> Bo, but one of the things that I get, I get to talk to awesome people and I get to take all this information and I'm not paying for it. <laughs> um, so I mean, like, I'm like, okay, so I'm struggling with this and this and this. Kenya, how can you help me? Uh, <laughs> I was, you know, as I was saying, I mean, like, I'm just on this, you know, I guess two of the things that I'm dealing with right now personally is like, A, that schedule thing, that the goddamn schedule thing. And I'm getting better at it. And, you know, but it's, it's, I'm like totally realizing how, you know, throughout my life, how, you know, being prepared and, and organization, it was like extremely lacking mm -hmm. and, and like, like really, really big. And, and now, you know, there's no reason not to, you know, get more of that within my life when I'm using, you know, my resources in order to, to work towards that. But, um, but it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's an interesting journey to, to start implementing things that you've never really, uh, you know, done before in your life. It's not always easy. And I'm seeing the same thing. I mean, I'm seeing that you're kind of, you have to, you have to carve out those times and then you have to play, play by, you know, your schedule other than that, because, you know, things are just all over the place and, and it's just, you know, and it's so easy just to get distracted. Like, you know, I, I pick up my phone, and I pick up, you know, I look at some app, you know, and I want to email a client. The next thing I'm knowing, I'm, I'm like staring at Joe Rogan talking about <laughs> MMA. Like, like, God damn it. You know? like, like, what was I doing? I, <laughs> I was like, uh, Joe Rogan, MMA. Uh, but uh, wait a second. Uh, you know, and, and the things I don't want to take, like, I don't want to take drugs. Um, I don't want to take, you know, the, uh, the, the riddle inch. It's just, it's. It, I don't know. It makes me, it's just, I don't know. I mm -hmm. guess it, I, I, I could use it at times when, when I think I'm doing something, but overall it just, I, it makes me feel weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You don't feel like quite yourself. 
So it's, 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 I feel like I'm on speed. I don't know. You know, I really, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, my body feels that. And I, I, ideally I would like to, you know, and I am doing it just be as effective as possible, you know, using everything that's not, you know, speed given out by the doctors. Mm-hmm. You know, something that I do the first thing in the morning and, and, you know, this goes for anyone and it doesn't have to be a spiritual practice, but if you have a spiritual practice, that's awesome. But the first thing I do in the morning is I get up and I just sit (laughs) and you don't have to think about it as meditating or anything like that, but it's more of just sort of setting an intention for your day. And if like for myself, like I always do my calendar on Sunday evenings, I do my calendar for the week. So I have an overview, like, okay, this is what I have planned. I know that my calendar is malleable. I know I can change my appointments around and all that, you know, Monday might come and all of a sudden all heck breaks loose and I have to change half my appointments. That's okay. But I'm able to, I'm already established. I already know like what else is on my calendar. So I know where to move things around. So what I do on when I wake up in the morning is that, you know, I sit and I just said, okay, so I know what my, my day is like. And I'm just going to set my intention. You know, everything's going to go well. Everything's going to be calm. I sort of just, you want to wake up and, and start your day with a sense of calm. And if that means waking up 30 minutes before the kids wake up, that's what you have to do because that's what I do. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, okay, the boys are going to be up. And once they go, they go, you know, but they're also at an age. I'm lucky that they're, you know, nine and 10 that they know, okay, mama's going to meditate, you know, and although that means that they might be lying on me because they're like... <laughs> I love you. You know, I want to be on you <laughs> while you meditate, but they understand that. And so once you kind of get yourself, this I get the them, same thing. Same, <laughs> I say exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're all going to meditate, but you have to be quiet. You know, <laughs> you can, you can jump on me, but you have to be quiet as I, you know, that's a real test of how well you can. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. you know really just starting your morning with setting your intention mm-hmm. knowing what your mm-hmm. day is supposed to look like you know but being literally okay. the same story yeah it's like but being okay with it changing you know and because things are going to come up and you might be inspired midday and you're like oh my gosh you know i have this idea and i really feel like i need to write today to write you know get my ideas down so put that on your calendar and say okay 15 minutes before I start prepping dinner, I'm going to sit and I'm going to do this, you know, no matter what, like find that time that you, that you, you know, have the kids, you know, read a book, go, you know, you find ways, activities for them. Like in my house, we don't have a television, so the kids don't watch television. So I say, okay, go, you know, go write a story, go write me a story (laughs) or go read a book or go play or something, something, you know, um, there's, you know, it's just, you, you find ways, you know, you find ways that everyone gets to benefit from you taking the time for yourself and your kids will see that. And your kids will be like, oh my gosh, you know, mama, papa, dad, you know, like they're doing their thing and I'm going to do my thing over here. And as they get older, they really start to recognize how you are living your life, but you're still taking care of them. And then they see how, how it's possible for you to do what it is that you need to and want to do at the same time. So hopefully that's helpful. (laughs) It's huge. Oh, it's, 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 it's definitely helpful. The the meditation for me has been a really, I found that uh, really sets me in course 
also in the, in the same way. I try to get it done in the morning time too. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually what I'll do is I'll do some mindfulness. And then also right now I'm also doing a, uh, I'm doing a, some meditations involving going into my, you know, into my past mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, nurturing my inner child. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, or any, or, and also goals, just, just like, you know, like really just creating that, that vision of what I want in solidifying it in my mind. It's just, there's something special about the morning time about setting your day up. Like mm-hmm. even for the, for myself, just like making my bed, you know, like in, when I make my bed in the morning, it's just, I'm like, kind of like as a guy that's naturally extremely, you know, unorganized and all over the <laughs> place. Like that's like, that's like, that sets it off really on the right hand. And, and, and it's, and it makes me feel good and, you know, gets myself feeling clean. It's just, it's what an interesting point about this whole morning thing. You find that also with a lot of different cultures, um, you know, about the morning ritual, you know, amongst, amongst and, and it's something that's, I guess, has been around for a long time. So people have noticed it, right? It's uh, yeah. something people have been implementing for a long time. Um, you said something really cool about, uh, no tv in your house um your kids don't watch even youtube like they won't watch any shows no shows on laptop at all like really they get 20 minutes on saturday and sunday afternoon to watch something Uh on netflix or amazon prime i'll you know i'll i look at everything Um, so yeah, they get 20 minutes. So during the week when they're doing their schoolwork and things, there's no videos. We don't do YouTube videos. We'll listen to music. I'm also a a musician. So we, there's a lot of music in our house, but, um, but no, we don't, we don't have screen time during the week. So the weekends, they're just like, yay, you know, (laughs) I'm like, okay, you've got this window. I know it may sound like really strict. Do you want to share with us a little bit? Yeah, so for for them, uh, their screen time is on Saturdays and Sundays. They get about twenty minutes, unless we do like a family movie night. I mean, um, it, it takes some discipline, you know, especially when they're going crazy. Yeah, I mean, I definitely. It's so easy to be like, oh my gosh, they're jumping off the walls. Like, let's just put them in front of something to sit them down to calm them down. My oldest has a lot of energy, and you know doctors, teachers are all saying, oh, well, you know, he is attention deficit and you need to put him on medication. And I'm just like, no, there's no need for it. And, and it comes back to like, when he loves something, he loves to draw. When he loves to, when he wants to draw, his attention is so just super intense. And that's something that he could do all day long, you know? So my goal is to help him you know, hone in that energy he has when he's doing something that he loves to put that into something like math (laughs) that he might not love so much and making it fun and finding a way to connect the two. And I think, you know, we can go on a long tangent about education and, Mm -hmm. and learning styles and all of that, but I think it's really important for kids to to move, to be creative and not always be sitting, you know, I think now because there's so much technology, everything is based, you know, on the computer um, that they need to learn to use their hands and use their brains in a creative way mm-hmm. and just be themselves and find a way to connect the things that they don't like so much with the things that they love. You know, I was blessed to, 
you know, start music at a very young age, m- music and dance. And that really helped me. It helped me with math. It helped me with they science. They need to be bored. Yes. Yes. It's, you know, it's really just, uh, it, I don't know. It's just, it's. I'm, there is. Mm-hmm. I was saying that being it's sometimes it's to have to constantly be preoccupied with something. Um, it's just, it's almost like a drug, you know, on a, on a level, just, just continuously, just like feeding, feeding, feeding that like either I'm on this or I'm on this, I'm on this. I'm talking about, you know, either I'm on the iPad or I'm on my phone or I'm on this. It just, you know, it, it, takes away from a lot of other, you know, uh, things that they can be doing, like you said, like whether it's art or playing, but even when they don't have anything to do, like I just think that there's, that the kids use their imagination, they use their, whatever they have around them in order to create play or to create, you know, to spend their time. And it's, it's so easy it's so easy for them to just, you know, to be like, I'm bored, you know, give me like, give me, you know, give me the screen. I'm bored. And, and it's like, I feel like maybe that wasn't so common back in, you know, before we had all the screens and stuff, because when kids are bored, you're going to go find something to do. <laughs> you know, you, you will, like you will make, whether it's good or bad, but you know, you'll find something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big thing. Really important. I think watching how much, they actually end up, you know, how much screen time they have. And uh, most of us, I mean, most of us will use it. Um, you know, my kids, they get up at six, they'll get up at 630 in the morning. They'll get everything ready, their clothes on, brush their teeth, ready, ready, ready. So they can watch a show before. And this is just <laughs> before. And I'm like, you know what? Like, oh, I, all right, you got like, you deserve it. Man. <laughs> You know, like, are you kidding me? I don't have to do anything. They just started, they just figured it out. They could just start getting it. I said, okay, fine. You guys can watch you the show over here. You also have girls. <laughs> <laughs> boys, I I mean, this is not a blanket statement, but <laughs> you get my boys, they're just no, like. This, is, this reality is there. <laughs> My boys, I'm like, okay, come on, it's time it's to get a up. Whole different story. And they're like, you know, half an hour late. I'm like, you, you guys, you need to get up. Don't you? <laughs> but they're like, I'm tired. Oh my gosh, I can't. I just can't imagine. But they're up, up, up. You know, right? Like up, up. You know, <laughs> turn on the lights. And they're like, ah. But I'm sure. By the way, it's you like waking up teenagers. Oh, I know. Like waking oh, up teenagers. I can't. I don't even want to think about, you know, that's going to happen like really in the next handful of years. And I'm, but you know, they're, they're wonderful. Other than the mornings where I'm like, okay, come on, we got to go. Cause once they get going, but then they start to dawdle, you know, and they're like, I'm like, okay, brush your teeth, shoes on all that. I'm like, why does this take so long? <laughs> like it took me 20 seconds and it's taking you, you know, 15 minutes, but you know, it's, I think that we just count our blessings. Like your girls, if they're able to get up and do everything that they need to do it's, it's, and be staring at the wall for like 10 minutes. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's really, it's really great to have 
one, just have some systems, not only in our business lives <laughs> and our, you know, in our work, but have those systems in place for when we're at home, especially with the kids. And, you know, there's times when we as parents are going to get flustered and it's like, you just throw your hands up in the air and just like, okay, just do whatever you want, you know, here, watch this. But I think our kids will thank us for the discipline, you know, and I think this is the only discipline my children get is that they don't get screen time, you know, um, it's pretty good. And I think when they get older, they're really going to respect mm -hmm. us for that. They're going to be like, thank you so much for mm -hmm. allowing me to be a kid and not, you know, being on the computer all the time and, and doing all this stuff and allowing me to use my imagination, allowing me to think critically about what I want to do in my life. And, and that really makes me feel great. I'm like, if anything I can do as a mom is to teach my children to think critically and to not, you know, follow people all the time and do this just because the other kids are doing it. And I want them to be themselves. And, and yes, you know, technology, it can be really, really great, but I want them to know that they can, they don't need it. It's not a crutch. And that if the, if one day the computers disappeared, that they would be able to survive without them. So. Hundred percent. I think that's that's super super important. Now, but at the same time, we want them, you know, to keep up some level of of you know of education regarding computers and stuff like that, right? Like that's Definitely. that's also another thing is that, you know, they need it. Like you know, that's what everyone else is using. So it's like, where is that balance between uh, making sure that they, you know, that at least I'll say for any kids, you know, that, that they get that right amount and that right education in regards to what to do, how to use it. But, and then, you know, at the same time that it shouldn't turn into just, uh, you know, let, let, let my kid be a zombie essentially, you know, like zombify them. So like, they're not bothering me, which is happening everywhere. All over. Which, I mean, that's, yeah. You see it, it's everywhere, um, which I'm sure has a lot of its own, you know, negative implications. I, you know, I do not know yet, but, um, but it's, it's all about balance, I guess, you know, it is all about balance. Um, so, you know, we were, we're talking about our kids here and, um, and, and I guess that the line of, of how much, uh, you know, line of, uh, of technology, how would you say that, you know, how does social media play a role in, in what you do or, or, you know, how would technology play a role in what you do? And I'm asking more from, from the point of, you know, as a, as, a, as, a, as a life coach, I guess there's only so many people that you can see at a time. Um, do you feel, are you somebody that works mainly on one-on-ones or do you have other strategies of, you know, of reaching people? Um, yeah, that's a great question. You know, technology, so a big part of my background, I went to business school and, and marketing was a big thing. So I have a lot of marketing experience and over the years, it's changed dramatically, you know, from the so traditional uh, direct mail and all that good stuff, you know, sounds like such a long time ago, <laughs> but it's really not, um, to the digital marketing, um, which, yeah, uh, yeah. which I have a lot of experience in as well. And even with that, you know, assisting, helping my clients and sort of pointing them in the right direction, wherever they are in their businesses and that sort of thing. 
I've been slow to implement that into my business. And so I do a lot of in-person kind of local and a lot of speaking engagements and things like that. So that allows me to reach a larger audience. But when it comes to working with clients, like sp very specific, you know, more one-to-one, -one, I do very little of that. And then now I'm starting to do more online group coaching programs, which allow for me to reach more people in a more intimate way versus me speaking, you know, at an event and you only have, you know, 30 minutes to an hour to get your message across. Um, this way with the group pro programs mm -hmm. online, I'm able to reach, you know, as many people as I want, but really go deep, you know, so people don't have to, you know, come visit me, but they can just do it on their computer. So that's a good way for technology to really, you know, boost your business um, and boost, uh, you know, just your reach. So social media is a great avenue for that. So we use Instagram, we use Facebook, we use YouTube to, you know, do little snippets here and there, give your audience an idea, um, you educate them, you know, bits and pieces here, and then you invite them to come, you know, to a program or coaching um, or whatever it is that you're offering. So for me, this year has been the year where I decided, okay, so I'm really going to put some time and energy into reaching people around the world with my coaching practices. And it just makes sense monetary, monetarily wise because, you know, you can exponentially grow your income um, when you reach, you know, 20 times more people than you would otherwise. Mm -hmm. You could also get your message out to that many more people at the same time. That's, that's the cool thing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's works, it works, it benefits on, on, on so many levels. Um, I want to hear this. I want to hear how the hell did you become a, you know, a strategist like you are? Where, what was your, you know, what was, if you want to, you don't have to, but if you want to just share a little bit of your story of like, you know, you know, maybe there's some other mamas out there who are just like, Hey, I want to, you know, I want to do something. I want to change my life. Like, you know, this is kind of a drab for me, not just drab, but this is really difficult. Yeah. Is there, you know, is there something that uh, you want to share with us in regards to that? Yeah, definitely. You know, I always say, you know, our lives are not this linear path, right? It's just like zigzag all around, you know, <laughs> you go in all these different directions. And whenever someone asks me, like, what's your like life story? I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't, it seems to me in my mind, it all makes sense. And they're like, how did you do all of that? You know, and for myself, um, you know, I've had, I say I have many, many lives in this life, you know, um, my very first career, my very first job, um, was as a financial advisor while I was still in college. And that just seems unheard of, you know, and that was my introduction to the finance industry. And from there, you know, simultaneously, I was dancing professionally. I was singing professionally, um, classical, uh, voice and opera. And I was doing all these things and I just didn't have vision. I didn't know what it is that, what it was that I wanted to do and what it, how I saw myself in the world. I just knew that I wanted to reach a lot of people. I wanted to help people. Um, and I just was here and there and all over the place. And I went from, you know, one company to another company and, and went to business school and, you know, did all the things that 
society would tell you you should do, you know, do all of these things. And I hated most of it all the time. You know, I was like, I don't want to do this, but I don't know what I should be doing. And then it wasn't until I got pregnant with my son, my oldest, that my entire world changed. And I think that was about 10 years ago or 11 years ago, really. Um, That is when I was sort of like smacked in the face. (laughs) I was smacked in the face and I wasn't married to my now ex-husband. We weren't married yet. And um, we did get married. Mm -hmm. And that'll smack smack you in the face. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was smacked and I was like, okay, so this is supposed to be my life. I'm supposed to get married and have kids and I'm going to do this. And it was a struggle. It was a very tough marriage. It was short-lived. And I was miserable. And I finally woke up one day and I said, I can't do this anymore. And all the while, I am, you know, meeting other moms and they're asking me about, you know, how am I staying so fit? (laughs) And I'm like, well, you know, I'm, you know, I'm ballet dancer. So I, you know, I just kind of keep up with conditioning and all this stuff. And, and then a light, a light bulb hit me and I decide, oh my gosh, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to start a personal training company. And that was like my big aha moment that I knew that I wasn't meant to work for anyone else. And so I started that and it grew and grew and did really, really well, still around. And I just, it just snowballed from there. And so that was kind of the impetus of me changing my story and how I wanted to be in the world. And I knew I was going to do it with my kids and, and it sort of evolved and more in the last we'll say the last five years is where I really came. I think my, what I'm really supposed to be doing in the world is really just leading um, women and single moms and, you know, creating these thriving businesses, you know, following their dreams and all of that. But also looking back on like the money, you know, money is such a big topic and no one wants to talk about it. You know, we want to talk about how to invest and all that, but we don't talk about the foundation and how that affects everything in our lives. Like it, it, you know, not having enough money and feeling stressed about money and all that affects how our emotions are, our emotional well-being, our physical well-being, all of that. It's like everything is integrated. And so it, it was like, oh my gosh, that's why I've been doing all of these things. And so it seems so mi- mixed matchy to some people when I tell the story. They're like, oh my gosh, she's kind of flighty. You know, <laughs> she can't make up her decision on what she wants to do. But the reason why I was doing all these things is because they're all connected. And so I believe I have a natural ability to help people see the connection. And once we're able to look at the emotional component, then the physical components follow suit. And so does the money and all of that. And just having an understanding of why and what and how we're going to do all the things that we want to do in the world. So that's kind of a bit of my story. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's just been, it's been a really tough journey. You know, I leave a ton out, but let's. That's perfect. That's that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy where I am and I. Okay. So it's not easy because you, you sound freaking happy and (laughs) you look happy. So thanks for sharing with us. (laughs) 
and, and you know that and that's a big thing too is is once you're able to acknowledge where you are you know and why you are where you are you're able to look at life in a different light and i'm not saying that i don't get sad i'm not saying that i don't get stressed because i do have my moments where you know i'm like oh my gosh how am i going to do this and then i i'm like okay step back kenya you can totally do this you've done this for 30 almost 39 years now you can totally do this this is not you know this is not new but so it's like creating this system for yourself like how do i regulate my emotions so that when a challenge presents itself i'm able to you know get back into my body and recognize that this is just a temporary this is temporary it is you know our lives are ever evolving and this is not how it's always going to be you know so it's once you're able to create a system for yourself, things move so much more smoothly and we're able to just keep pressing forward. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay, so I mean, so we're, we're, I see that our time is running out soon. So this is, this is, this is really, I want you to send out a message to all the single moms. If you could sum it up, just, just one thing that they need to hear right now when they just really, they just want to make a change. And if there's one, one piece of advice that you can give over to just help someone, you know, find that path or make that move, what would it be? Hmm. Yes. I would say to all my single mamas out there, even single dads out there, you know, if you have a dream or something that you want to do, something you want to birth into the world, do it. And, but be kind with yourself and give yourself the space to create the vision so that that's, that vision is so strong. The energy is out there that there's absolutely no other choice, but for it to come to fruition. And I think that's it, that like, you have to really trust in your abilities. You have to trust in your dream and know that if you take incremental steps, if you create a plan for yourself, and you're gentle with yourself, it will happen. Because if we want instant gratification, we are going to disappoint ourselves and we're going to want to turn the other way. So be very clear about your vision, trust in yourself, trust in your ability to make it happen, create some incremental goals for yourself, and then just put it on the calendar and get going. Mm, I like it. And uh, can you let our listeners know uh, about, well, I mean, first of all, I think you have a book. That's number I one. Tell us, <laughs> tell us quickly about that. And also, where can we find you and your book? Yes. Well, my book is called The Single Mama's Guide to Getting Shit Done, Self-Care for Personal Transformation. <laughs> and mm -hmm. you can find it on Amazon. You can also find it on my website, which is uh, either the singlemamasguide.com or kenyamoses.com. That's probably the easier one to go to. <laughs> Kenya, K E N Y A M O S E S.com. And on Facebook, do we have a, do we have a, we have a oh. Facebook on there also? Yes, you can find me on the Facebook. And that's um, my username is just Kenya Moses Author. Um, so you can go to facebook.com slash Kenya Moses author and you will reach me and all of my fun stories. 
and on Instagram um, at The Single Mama's Guide and also Kenya Moses. All right. Well, I just want to give you a huge, huge thanks. Uh, number one, because we do have to go through experiences that aren't, you know, necessarily that don't feel so good. Um, and, you know, that's, that's a, first of all, that's a lot of what I'm learning, you know, throughout my experience of this. And um, I think something really that really stands out over here, because being in a situation that's tough and, and finding your way out of it and, or, or, you know, using that in order to better ourselves is something that every, you know, that applies to every single person um, on some level. But now you're dealing with moms who, you know, for all our listeners here, I'm sure, you know, you guys have minimal time when you're taking care of your kids. I mean, I, I, my, my daughters are with me about half the time and, and I'm sure there's many moms out there that your, your kids are with you all the time. And thankfully we have an incredible person right here to give us a little bit of information of, of how, you know, I guess how it's done. I mean, I, I mean, it boggles my mind, you know, when do you find time to, to start creating more money? Like, but it's possible. Mm -hmm. That's what you're saying. It's doable. It is definitely possible. And, and like I said before, like the first step is just trusting that you can do it, but then also being really kind with yourself because I'm an overachiever. I'm that person who's like, okay, I have a goal. I want it done now. <laughs> and you can't do it all right in the moment. Yeah, I know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to be patient with yourself and really just sit back and say, okay, so <laughs> It's like patience is good and, and dreaming is really important. <laughs> so like give yourself the space to dream and, and then start creating the plan, right? Then you start creating the plan and be realistic. Um, I think that some, some plans can be implemented immediately um, and some take a little bit time. Some take a little bit more time for you to, you know, be very, become clear. And that's also the other thing, like, a lot of us have shiny, uh, what is it called? Shiny object syndrome. When we're constantly just like, we see the one big thing, you're like, oh, my friend is doing this, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they have this in Israel, but the Rodan and Fields or, you know, some sort of MLM or, you know, you see something, you're like, oh, I want to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then, so we start putting our attention in all these different places, but it's not actually our passion. It just seems like, oh, that's something I can do. You know, and I think for me, I'm, I always tell people, you know, find that one thing that only you can do, right? And yes, other people can do it, but like, this is your passion. Like when you think about it, you're like, I love this. And I, you know, I really want, you know, people like life coaching is something that's happened, has come up a lot in the last handful of years. But if that is your passion and you really love helping people get through their challenges and um, phobias and things like that, that's something that you can do. But you know it's going to take time. It's not an overnight thing. But if you are able to put your energy towards that and you're very clear about what your goal is going to be, it'll be much easier for you to create the incremental goals. And from there, like my biggest tool, the biggest tool I tell everyone, I said, I live by my calendar, except when, you know, I overbook or I, <laughs> or something else changes. But looking at your calendar, putting everything on your calendar from, you know, 
my kids, you know, have a, yeah. like a carnival or something, you know, or I know I need to, to be somewhere else, you know, other than my work. But I carve out time for like my self-care. I carve out time for brainstorming. I carve out time for, you know, just meditating. And, you know, I put it all in there until it becomes just a habit. It just becomes a part of my being and my life. And so when you're working towards, you know, a new project, say starting a new business, you have to carve out the time for that. And even if it's 10, 15 minutes a day or every other day, you're going to, that's all you need. And you have to be kind with yourself because I know what's going to happen. You know, in our mind, we're thinking, oh, but it's only 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. It's not going to make a big difference. It really is. That's 10 minutes that you weren't doing yesterday when you weren't thinking about this. You know, you're getting one step closer to where you want to be. So it's really just being calm, being kind to yourself understanding and being clear of where you want to go and then creating some time because we do have time. If we have three hours a day to watch Netflix, you can put 10 to 15 minutes towards, you know, working on a goal that you have. And I think that is a big part of our life is that when we're stressed, mm -hmm. when we're overwhelmed, it's easier to do the path. Working on your dreams. Yeah. Like... <laughs> right? <laughs> we, can, we can talk all day and say, oh yeah, I want to do this. Oh, I can't do it. I don't have time. But we do find time for those other things. We do. We really do. <laughs> we find time to, to watch, you know, that Netflix show that, you know, binge watch it or, you know, we find the time Maybe for that. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Hundred percent. I mean, uh, listen. For myself personally, my what I'm struggling with is. By the way, I can't believe that I get this session for free. Thank you very much for having a podcast. Oh, <laughs> but one of the things that I get, I get to talk to awesome people, and I get to take all this information, and I'm not paying for it. <laughs> um, so I mean, like, I'm like, okay, so I'm struggling with this and this and this. Kenya, how can you help me? Uh, <laughs> I was, you know, as I was saying, I mean, like, I'm just on this, you know, I guess two of the things that I'm dealing with right now personally is like, A, that schedule thing, the goddamn schedule thing. And I'm getting better at it. And, you know, but it's, it's, I'm like totally realizing how, you know, throughout my life, how, you know, being prepared and, and organization, it was like extremely lacking mm -hmm. and, and like, like really, really big. And, and now, you know, there's no reason not to, you know, get more of that within my life. Well, now I'm using, you know, my resources in order to, to work towards that. But, um, but it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's an interesting journey to, to start implementing things that you've never really, uh, you know, done before in your life. It's not always easy. And I'm seeing the same thing. I mean, I'm seeing that you're kind of, you have to, you have to carve out those times and then you have to play, play by, you know, your schedule other than that, because, you know, things are just all over the place and, and it's just, you know, and it's so easy just to get distracted. Like, you know, I, I pick up my phone, and I pick up, you know, I look at some app, you know, and I want to email a client. The next thing I'm knowing, I'm, I'm like staring at Joe Rogan talking about <laughs> MMA. Like, like, God damn it. You know? like, like, what was I doing? I, <laughs> I was like, uh, Joe Rogan, MMA. Uh, but uh, wait a second. Uh, 
you know, and, and the things I don't want to take, like, I don't want to take drugs. Um, I don't want to take, you know, the, uh, the, the Ritalin. It's just, it's, it, I don't know. It makes me, it's just, I don't know. I guess it, I, I, I could use it at times when, when I think I'm doing something, but overall it just, I, it makes me feel weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't feel like quite yourself. So it's, 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 I feel like I'm on speed. I don't know. You know, I really, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, my body feels that. And I, I, ideally I would like to, you know, and I am doing it just be as effective as possible, you know, using everything that's not, you know, speed given out by the doctors. Mm-hmm. You know, something that I do the first thing in the morning and, and, you know, this goes for anyone and it doesn't have to be a spiritual practice, but if you have a spiritual practice, that's awesome. But the first thing I do in the morning is I get up and I just sit <laughs> and you don't have to think about it as meditating or anything like that, but it's more of just sort of setting an intention for your day. And if like for myself, like I always do my calendar on Sunday evenings. I do my calendar for the week. So I have an overview like, okay, this is what I have planned. I know that my calendar is malleable. I know I can change my appointments around and all that. You know, Monday might come and all of a sudden all heck breaks loose and I have to change half my appointments. That's okay. But I'm able to, I'm already established. I already know like what else is on my calendar. So I know where to move things around. So what I do on when I wake up in the morning is that, you know, I sit and I just said, okay, so I know what my, my day is like, and I'm just going to set my intention. You know, everything's going to go well. Everything's going to be calm. I sort of just, you want to wake up and, and start your day with a sense of calm. And if that means waking up 30 minutes before the kids wake up, that's what you have to do because that's what I do. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, okay, the boys are going to be up. And once they go, they go, you know, but they're also at an age. I'm lucky that they're, you know, nine and 10 that they know, okay, mama's going to meditate, you know, and although that means that they might be lying on me because they're like, I love you. You know, I want to be on you (laughs) while you meditate, but they understand that. And so once you kind of get yourself, I get the same thing. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, okay, we're all going to meditate, but you have to be quiet. You know, you can, you can jump on me, but you have to be quiet as I, you know, that's a real test of how well you can And so, mm-hmm. you know, really just starting your morning with setting your intention, mm-hmm. knowing what your mm-hmm. day is supposed to look like, you know, but being literally okay. the same story. Yeah. It's like, but being okay with it changing you know, and because things are going to come up and you might be inspired midday and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I have this idea and I really feel like I need to write today to write, you know, get my ideas down. So put that on your calendar and say, okay, 15 minutes before I start prepping dinner, I'm going to sit and I'm going to do this, you know, no matter what, like find that time that you, that you, you know, have the kids, you know, read a book, go, you know, you find ways, activities for them. Like in my house, we don't have a television. So the kids don't watch television. So I say, okay, go, you know, go write a story, go write me a story (laughs) or go read a book or go play or something, something, you know, um, there's, you know, it's just, you, you find ways, you know, you find ways that everyone gets to benefit from you taking the time for yourself and your kids will see that. And your kids will be like, oh my gosh, you know, mama, papa, dad, you know, like they're doing their thing and I'm going to do my thing over here. And as they get older, they really start to recognize how you are living your life, but you're still taking care of them. And then they see how, how 
it's possible for you to do what it is that you need to and want to do at the same time. So hopefully that's helpful. <laughs> it's huge. Oh, it's, 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 it's definitely helpful. Uh, the meditation for me has been a really, I found that uh, really sets me in course also in the, in the same way. I try to get it done in the morning time too. Mm -hmm. um, and usually what I'll do is I'll do some mindfulness. And then also right now I'm also doing a, uh, I'm doing a, some meditations involving going into my, you know, into my past mm -hmm. and, you know, you know, nurturing my inner child. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, or any, or, and also goals, just, just like, you know, like really just creating that, that vision of what I want in solidifying it in my mind. It's just, there's something special about the morning time about setting your day up. Like mm -hmm. even for the, for myself, just like making my bed, you know, like in, when I make my bed in the morning, it's just, I'm like, kind of like as a guy that's naturally extremely, you know, unorganized and all over the <laughs> place. Like that's like, that's like, that sets it off really on the right hand. And, and, and it's, and it makes me feel good and, you know, gets myself feeling clean. It's just, it's what an interesting point about this whole morning thing. You find that also with a lot of different cultures, um, you know, about the morning ritual, you know, amongst, amongst and, and it's something that's, I guess, has been around for a long time. So people have noticed it, right? It's uh, yeah. something people have been implementing for a long time. Um, you said something really cool about, uh, no tv in your house um your kids don't watch even youtube like they won't watch any shows no shows on laptop at all like really they get 20 minutes on saturday and sunday afternoon to watch something uh -huh. on netflix or amazon prime i'll you know i'll i look at everything <laughs> Um, so yeah, they get 20 minutes. So yeah. during the week when they're doing their schoolwork and things, there's no videos. We don't do YouTube videos. We'll listen to music. I'm also a, a musician. So we, there's a lot of music in our house, but, um, but no, we don't, we don't have screen time during the week. So the weekends, so they're just like, yay. You know? <laughs> I'm like, okay, you've got this window and it may sound like really strict. Do you want to share with us a little bit? Yeah, so for for them, uh, their screen time is on Saturdays and Sundays. They get about twenty minutes, unless we do like a family movie night. I mean, um, it, it takes some discipline, you know, especially when they're going crazy. Yeah, I mean, I definitely. It's so easy to be like, oh my gosh, they're jumping off the walls. Like, let's just put them in front of something to sit them down to calm them down. My oldest has a lot of energy, and you know doctors, teachers are all saying, oh, well, you know, he is attention deficit and you need to put him on medication. And I'm just like, no, there's no need for it. And, and it comes back to like, when he loves something, he loves to draw. When he loves to, when he wants to draw, his attention is so just super intense. And that's something that he could do all day long, you know? So my goal is to help him you know, hone in that energy he has when he's doing something that he loves to put that into something like math <laughs> that he might not love so much and making it fun and finding a way to connect the two. And I think, you know, we can go on a long tangent about education and, mm -hmm. and learning styles and all of that, but I think it's really important for kids to 
to move, to be creative and not always be sitting, you know, I think now because there's so much technology, everything is based, you know, on the computer um, that they need to learn to use their hands and use their brains in a creative way Mm -hmm. and just be themselves and find a way to connect the things that they don't like so much with the things that they love. You know, I was blessed to, you know, start music at a very young age, music and dance. And that really helped me. It helped me with math. It helped me with science. They need to be bored. Yes. Yes. It's, you know, it's really just, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's. There is. Mm Mm-hmm. I was saying that being it's sometimes it's to have to constantly be preoccupied with something. Um, it's just, it's almost like a drug, you know, on a, on a level, just, just continuously, just like feeding, feeding, feeding that like either I'm on this or I'm on this, I'm on this. I'm talking about, you know, either I'm on the iPad or I'm on my phone or I'm on this. It just, you know, it, it, takes away from a lot of other, you know, uh, things that they can be doing, like you said, like whether it's art or playing, but even when they don't have anything to do, like I just think that there's, that the kids use their imagination, they use their, whatever they have around them in order to create play or to create, you know, to spend their time. And it's, it's so easy it's so easy for them to just, you know, to be like, I'm bored, you know, give me like, give me, you know, give me the screen. I'm bored. And, and it's like, I feel like maybe that wasn't so common back in, you know, before we had all the screens and stuff, because when kids are bored, you're going to go find something to do. <laughs> you know, you, you will, like you will make, whether it's good or bad, but you know, you'll find something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big thing. Really important. I think watching how much, they actually end up, you know, how much screen time they have. And uh, most of us, I mean, most of us will use it. Um, you know, my kids, they get up at six, they'll get up at 6.30 in the morning. They'll get everything ready, their clothes on, brush their teeth, ready, 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 so they can watch a show before. And this is just <laughs> before. And I'm like, you know what? Like, oh, I, all right, you, got, like, you deserve it. <laughs> you know like are you kidding me i don't have to do anything they just started they just figured it out they could just start getting enough said okay fine you guys can watch you, the all, show right. you also have girls <laughs> <laughs> boys i i mean this is not a blanket statement but <laughs> you get my boys they're just no, like listen this reality is there <laughs> My boys, I'm like, okay, come on, it's time it's to get a up. Different story. And they're like, you know, half an hour late. I'm like, you, you guys, you need to get up. Don't you? <laughs> but I'm like, I'm tired. Oh my gosh, I can't. I just can't imagine. But they're up, up, up. You know, right? Like up, up. You know, <laughs> turn on the lights. And they're like, ah. But I'm sure. By the way, it's you like waking up teenagers. Oh, I know. It's like waking oh, up teenagers. I can't. I don't even want to think about, you know, that's going to happen like really in the next handful of years. And I'm, but you know, they're, they're wonderful. Other than the mornings where I'm like, okay, come on, we got to go. Cause once they get going, but then they start to dawdle, you know, and they're like, I'm like, okay, brush your teeth, shoes on all that. I'm like, why does this take so long? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it took me 20 seconds and it's taking you, you know, 15 minutes. But, you know, it's, I think that we just count our blessings. Like your girls, if they're able to get up and do everything that they need to do it's, it's, and be staring at the wall for like 10 minutes. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's really, it's really great to have one, just have some systems, not only in our business lives <laughs> and our, you know, in our work, but have those systems in place for when we're at home, especially with the kids. And, you know, there's times when we as parents are going to get flustered and it's like, you just throw your hands up in the air and just like, okay, just do whatever you want, you know, here, watch this. But I think our kids will thank us for the discipline, you know, and I think this is the only discipline my children get is that they don't get screen time, you know, um, it's pretty good. And I think when they get older, they're really going to respect mm -hmm. us for that. They're going to be like, thank you uh -huh. so much for mm -hmm. allowing me to be a kid and not, you know, being on the computer all the time and, and doing all this stuff and allowing me to use my imagination, allowing me to think critically about what I want to do in my life. And, and that really makes me feel great. I'm like, if anything I can do as a mom is to teach my children to think critically and to not, you know, follow people all the time and do this just because the other kids are doing it. And I want them to be themselves. And, and yes, you know, technology, it can be really, really great, but I want them to know that they can, they don't need it. It's not a crutch. And that if the, if one day the computers disappeared, that they would be able to survive without them. So. Hundred percent. I think that's that's super super important. Now, but at the same time, we want them, you know, to keep up some level of of you know of education regarding computers and stuff like that, right? Like that's Definitely. that's also another thing is that, you know, they need it. Like you know, that's what everyone else is using. So it's like, where is that balance between uh, making sure that they, you know, that at least I'll say for any kids, you know, that, that they get that right amount and that right education in regards to what to do, how to use it. But, and then, you know, at the same time that it shouldn't turn into just, uh, you know, let, let, let my kid be a zombie essentially, you know, like zombify them. So like, they're not bothering me, which is happening everywhere. All over. Which, I mean, that's, yeah. You see it, it's everywhere, um, which I'm sure has a lot of its own, you know, negative implications. I, you know, I do not know yet, but, um, but it's, it's all about balance, I guess, you know, it is all about balance. Um, so, you know, we were, we're talking about our kids here and, um, and, and I guess that the line of, of how much, uh, you know, line of, uh, of technology, how would you say that, you know, how does social media play a role in, in what you do or, or, you know, how would technology play a role in what you do? And I'm asking more from, from the point of, you know, as a, as a, as a, as a life coach, I guess there's only so many people that you can see at a time. Um, do you feel, are you somebody that works mainly on one-on-ones or do you have other strategies of, you know, of reaching people, um, yeah, that's a great question. You know, technology. So a big part of my background, I went to business school and, and marketing was a big thing. So I have a lot of marketing experience and over the years, it's changed dramatically, you know, from the so traditional uh, direct mail and all that good stuff, you know, 
sounds like such a long time ago, <laughs> but it's really not, um, to the digital marketing, um, which, yeah, uh, yeah. which I have a lot of experience in as well. And even with that, you know, assisting, helping my clients and sort of pointing them in the right direction, wherever they are in their businesses and that sort of thing. I've been slow to implement that into my business. And so I do a lot of in-person kind of local and a lot of speaking engagements and things like that. So that allows me to reach a larger audience. But when it comes to working with clients, like very specific, you know, more one-to-one, I do very little of that. And then now I'm starting to do more online group coaching programs, which allow for me to reach more people in a more intimate way versus me speaking, you know, at an event and you only have, you know, 30 minutes to an hour to get your message across. Um, This way with the group programs online, I'm able to reach, you know, as many people as I want, but really go deep, you know, so people don't have to you know, come visit me, but they can just do it on their computer. So that's a good way for technology to really, you know, boost your business um, and boost, uh, you know, just your reach. So social media is a great avenue for that. So we use Instagram, we use Facebook, we use YouTube to, you know, do little snippets here and there, give your audience an idea, um, you educate them, you know, bits and pieces here, and then you invite them to come you know, to a program or coaching um, or whatever it is that you're offering. So for me, this year has been the year where I decided, okay, so I'm really going to put some time and energy into reaching people around the world with my coaching practices. And it just makes sense monetary, monetarily wise, because, you know, you can exponentially grow your income um, when you reach, you know, 20 times more people than you would otherwise. Mm-hmm. You could also get your message out to that many more people at the same time. That's, that's the cool thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's works. It works. It benefits on, on, on so many levels. Um, I want to hear this. I want to hear how the hell did you become a, uh, you know, a strategist like you are, where, what was your, you know, what was, if you want to, you don't have to, but if you want to just share a little bit of your story of like, you know, you know, maybe there's some other mamas out there who are just like, Hey, I want to, you know, I want to do something. I want to change my life. Like, you know, this is kind of a drab for me, not just drab, but this is really difficult. Is there, you know, is there something Mm -hmm. that uh, you want to share with us in regards to that? Yeah, definitely. You know, I always say, you know, our lives are not this linear path, right? It's just like zigzag all around, you know, (laughs) you go in all these different directions. And whenever someone asks me, like, what's your like life story? I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't, it seems to me in my mind, it all makes sense. And they're like, how did you do all of that? You know? And for myself, um, you know, I've had, I say I have many, many lives in this life. You know, um, my very first career, my very first job um, was as a financial advisor while I was still in college. And that just seems unheard of, you know, and that was my introduction to the finance industry. And from there, you know, simultaneously, I was dancing professionally. I was singing professionally, um, classical uh, voice and opera. And I was doing all these things and I just didn't have vision 
I didn't know what it is that, what it was that I wanted to do and what it, how I saw myself in the world. I just knew that I wanted to reach a lot of people. I wanted to help people. Um, and I just was here and there and all over the place. And I went from, you know, one company to another company and, and went to business school and, you know, did all the things that society would tell you, you should do, you know, do all of these things. And I hated most of it all the time. You know, I was like, I don't want to do this, but I don't know what I should be doing. And then it wasn't until I got pregnant with my son, my oldest, that my entire world changed. And I think that was about 10 years ago or 11 years ago, really. Um, that is when I was sort of like smacked in the face. <laughs> I was smacked in the face and I wasn't married to my now ex-husband. We weren't married yet. And um, we did get married. Mm -hmm. And I, that'll, smack, that'll yeah. smack you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was smacked and I was like, okay, so this is supposed to be my life. I'm supposed to get married and have kids and I'm going to do this. And it was a struggle. It was a very oh, tough yeah. marriage. It was short-lived. Um, and I was miserable. And I finally woke up one day and I said, I can't do this anymore. And all the while, I am, you know, meeting other moms and they're asking me about, you know, how am I staying so fit? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, I'm, you know, I'm ballet dancer. So I, you know, I just kind of keep up with conditioning and all this stuff. And, and then mm -hmm. a, light, a light bulb hit me and I decide, oh my gosh, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to start a personal training company. And that was like my big aha moment that I knew that I wasn't meant to work for anyone else. And so I started that and it grew and grew and did really, really well, still around. And I just, it just snowballed from there. And so that was kind of the impetus of me changing my story and how I wanted to be in the world. And I knew I was going to do it with my kids and, and it sort of evolved and more in the last we'll say the last five years is where I really came. I think my, what I'm really supposed to be doing in the world is really just leading um, women and single moms and, you know, creating these thriving businesses, you know, following their dreams and all of that. But also looking back on like the money, you know, money is such a big topic and no one wants to talk about it. You know, we want to talk about how to invest and all that, but we don't talk about the foundation and how that affects everything in our lives. Like it, it you know, not having enough money and feeling stressed about money and all that affects how our emotions are, our emotional well-being, our physical well-being, all of that. It's like everything is integrated. And so it, it was like, oh my gosh, that's why I've been doing all of these things. And so it seems so mi mixed matchy to some people when I tell the story. They're like, oh my gosh, she's kind of flighty. You know, <laughs> she can't make up her decision on what she wants to do. But the reason why I was doing all these things is because they're all connected. And so I believe I have a natural ability to help people see the connection. And once we're able to look at the emotional component, then the physical components follow suit. And so does the money and all of that. And just having an understanding of why and what and how we're going to do all the things that we want to do in the world. So that's kind of a bit of my story. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just been, it's been 
a really tough journey. You know, I leave a ton out, but let's that's perfect. That's, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I'm I'm happy where I am, and I okay. Know, so it's not easy because you you sound freaking happy. <laughs> and you look happy. So thanks for sharing with us. That <laughs> and you know that, and that's a big thing too, is, is once you're able to acknowledge where you are, you know, and why you are where you are, you're able to look at life in a different light. And I'm not saying that I don't get sad. I'm not saying that I don't get stressed because I do have my moments where, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? And then I, I'm like, okay, step back, Kenya. You can totally do this. You've done this for 30, almost 39 years now, you can totally do this. This is not, you know, this is not new, but so it's like creating this system for yourself. Like how do I regulate my emotions so that when a challenge presents itself, I'm able to, you know, get back into my body and recognize that this is just a temporary, this is temporary. It is, you know, our lives are ever evolving and this is not how it's always going to be, you know? So it's once you're able to create a system for yourself, things move so much more smoothly and we're able to just keep pressing forward. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. So, I mean, so we're, we're, I see that our time is running out soon. So this is, this is, this is really, I want you to send out a message to all the single moms. If you could sum it up, just, just one thing that they need to hear right now when they just really, they just want to make a change. And if there's one, one piece of advice that you can give over to just help someone, you know, find that path or make that move, what would it be? Mm. Yes. I would say to all my single mamas out there, even single dads out there, you know, if you have a dream or something that you want to do, something you want to birth into the world, do it. And, but be kind with yourself and give yourself the space to create the vision so that that's, that vision is so strong. The energy is out there that there's absolutely no other choice, but for it to come to fruition. And I think that's it, that like, you have to really trust in your abilities. You have to trust in your dream and know that if you take incremental steps, if you create a plan for yourself and you're gentle with yourself, it will happen. Because if we want instant gratification, we are going to disappoint ourselves and we're going to want to turn the other way. So be very clear about your vision, trust in yourself, trust in your ability to make it happen, create some incremental goals for yourself, and then just put it on the calendar and get going. I like it. And uh, can you let our listeners know uh, about, well, I mean, first of all, I think you have a book. That's number I one. Tell us, <laughs> tell us quickly about that. And also, where can we find you and your book? Yes. Well, my book is called The Single Mama's Guide to Getting Shit Done, Self-Care for Personal Transformation. <laughs> and mm -hmm. you can find it on Amazon. You can also find it on my website, which is uh, either the singlemamasguide.com or kenyamoses.com. That's probably the easier one to go to. <laughs> Kenya, K-E-N-Y-A-M-O-S-E-S.com. <laughs> and on Facebook, do we have a, do we have a, we have a oh. Facebook on there also? Yes, you can find me on the Facebook. And that's, um, my username is just Kenya Moses Author. Um, so you can go to facebook.com slash Kenya Moses Author and you will reach me in all of my fun stories. 
and on Instagram um, at The Single Mama's Guide and also Kenya Moses. All right. Well, I just want to give you a huge, huge thanks. Uh, number one, because this session was free. Uh, number two, <laughs> um, you know, for, for taking your time. And, and it was honestly such a pleasure to talk to you. You are glowing. And, and what an amazing experience this was here. Um, so that's it. So thank you so much for being here. And uh, everyone else out there, you guys can find me at Single Parents Succeed on Instagram. Or you can find me on Facebook at Joshua Simcha. Thanks everybody for listening and see you next time.